Welcome to Linda Fahm's Peace and Quiet Podcast. I am a wife and mother of three teenagers, twin sons who are 15 and a daughter who's 18. I'm also an English teacher, an avid reader, and a budding writer who is interested in blogging about education, writing theory, current events, and social issues. I'm trying to make this world a better place for my children and all children. So please sit back and enjoy my first podcast. Helping Asian American students find their voice. Asian Americans have long been dogged by stereotypes that categorize them as quiet, hardworking, bland, and not exciting. Stereotypes that the plaintiff said appeared in Asian American admission files. Adele Hassan. From Five Takeaways from the Harvard Admissions, New York Times, October 2nd, 2019. Good news, Judge Allison D. Burroughs, the presiding judge in the Harvard Admissions lawsuit, concluded that there were no pattern of stereotyping, no systemic reliance on stereotypes, and no intentional discrimination. Bad news, Judge Burroughs found evidence of stereotyping, implicit bias, and unintentional bias in part of the mission officers, guidance counselors, and teachers who wrote recommendations. As an Asian American educator, I'm disheartened to discover that the elite members of the 40-person Harvard Admissions Committee harbor implicit bias against Asian American students and may have unintentionally discriminated against them during the admissions process. Therefore, I'm pleased that Harvard is re-examining their personality ratings and providing clarification, clarification on when race should be used during the admissions process. However, high school guidance counselors and teachers across the country need to reflect on their own implicit biases toward Asian American students. High school counselors are paid by taxpayers to advocate for students. Teachers are paid by taxpayers to educate students. Educators and school personnel are responsible for teaching, counseling, and supporting students, all of the students. That's our job. We need to be empathetic, culturally sensitive, and supportive. We need to work in the best interests of all our students. To create a culture of empathy, I ask myself, what if this child was my son or daughter? As an English teacher with over 15 years of teaching experience, I appreciate students who are quiet and hardworking. Quiet students are introverts and prefer to listen. Not all students need to be loud extroverts. Quiet students and quiet people are not bland or unexciting. Look at Albert Einstein or Bill Gates or J.K. Rawlings. Are they boring? This stereotype, this type of stereotyping is faulty at best. Overall, we need both introverts and extroverts in the classroom. And by the way, what is wrong with being hardworking? Nevertheless, I acknowledge that some of my fellow teachers are uncomfortable with a classroom full of quiet students and feel as though they are antisocial. The adjective antisocial conveys an implicit bias. Although my fellow teachers mean well, they do not understand that these students are not antisocial. Rather, they are quiet and reserved. And that is okay. 
there is nothing wrong with being quiet and reserved. These students need to find acceptance in a classroom. Instead of judging them, teachers need to help these shy students come out of their shells. My classroom, I create groups of quiet and loud students. I also use technology to help my students interact with each other. For instance, students collaborate on writing assignments on Google Docs, work on projects on Google Sites, or share ideas on Google Classroom. Overall, teachers need to use technology to help students learn to collaborate, discuss, and interact. If a teacher wants the students to discuss or debate, find topics that are interesting to the students. Do not assume they care about issues that are important to you. Do not assume that Asian Americans are students are apathetic or apolitical, which is another insidious stereotype. There are issues such as education that they care about. For example, take a look at the protests by Asian Americans in New York City regarding Major Mayor De Ma Bill De Blasio's proposal to eliminate the SHAT, Specialized High School Admissions Test, and to change admissions into the eight specialized public schools in New York City, including Bronx High School of Science and Stuyvesant High School in Manhattan. By the way, the mayor's proposal failed. It is the duty of teachers to discern issues that are important to their students. Ask your students whether they are interested in learning, discussing, and debating. What is relevant in their lives? What do they want to discuss? Ask them questions. Give them a voice. Give them a choice. Engage them. Empower them. Another example of issues of an issue important to Asian Americans is the protests in Hong Kong, where Hong Kong citizens are fighting against the fugitive offenders and mutual legal assistance in criminal matters legislation. Bill 2019, which allows extradition to mainland China. The Hong Kong citizens are concerned that this law may expand to political dissidents, civil rights activists, or foreigners who may run the risk of being extradited to China. The larger issue is that Hong Kong is afraid it's it's afraid it is losing its autonomy and dem democratic freedoms under British rule. Please see the video titled, I Worry That I Will Die, Hong Kong Protesters Write Their Final Goodbyes. There, these images are powerful since they dispel the myth of apathetic and apolitical Asian American students. Let's look at Andrew Yang, the first Asian American to run for president. He is another example of an Asian American defying stereotypes. Educators, guidance counselors, and administrators cannot reduce Asian American students to mere stereotypes. They need to get to know their students as individuals. That's their job, to get to know their students, all their students, even the quiet ones. The quiet students need our help, too. Getting to know your Asian American students. Educators, counselors, administrators, and the Board of Education members need to attend their students' extracurricular activities, such as orchestra or choir concert, science olympiad or robotics competition, or other academic events. Educators cannot limit their attendance to football games, plays, and musicals. They need to attend an array of extracurricular activities to get to know all their students' interests. Hire more Asian American teachers and administrators. Asian American students and parents need to see school personnel, personnel who look like them. These individuals can provide a cultural perspective, and they need to be involved in the decision-making process. In the same vein, Asian-American parents need to run for position on the Board of Education so they have a say, in what the children ha on, say on how the children's schools are run. 
Ultimately, administrators need to involve all stakeholders, so there's a better sense of community and cooperation. Number three, do not impose your own cultural values on your students. Get to know your students' cultural values, respect their values. Do not judge your students. For instance, some students may be quiet, but that that does not mean that they are boring, flat, or robotic. If these negative adjectives come to mind, or if you're writing them down, then that is implicit bias. Eradicate yourself of any implicit biases. One final note. In our multicultural classroom, we need to be tolerant, empathetic, and supportive teachers who find joy in teaching diverse learners. Thank you very much for listening to me. Feel free to tweet me at FAMLinda, P-H-A-M, Linda underscore Linda, and I look forward to your feedback.